Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Hear ye, hear ye. Come on, come all. It is in this league. Ready on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We're here to please. Right, Bogman? That's right. Sure. <laughs> don't ignore. Don't ignore the. Well, I can't say it on radio. I can't do any of that. <laughs> I was going to say something I'm not going to lose $100 for. but Stepchildren. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking for something okay. I could say that would be appropriate. You know, they're right. listening a little bit more. You know, FNTSY making some waves. They just yeah. signed that. Uh, they just signed. What was that big deal they just signed? As I just say that, and I'm like. The betting network. Waves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the press release. Uh, where is that press release? I gotta find it. This is the worst open I've ever done. Worst sell. I'm like, hey, Evan DSY is doing some stuff, but uh, it's, <laughs> we're here to please everyone but our bosses. Everybody but our bosses. No, no, no. It really is a big deal. Um, what was it? Sports Radar and Sport, Sports Grid announced an exclusive partnership to launch the first free 24-hour sports betting network. Pretty big deal. Pretty, pretty big deal. I think that is because our football betting was such a hit and success, clearly. <laughs> I mean, so no one else on this network uh, hit as many as we did. No one else gave as, as great advice, of course. Is it a coincidence that this deal happened after we had this season of uh, sports betting we did? Zero shares of coincidence, the Welsh. It's clearly because of our great work on Saturdays. So. I completely agree. And uh, you can easily just search it online. It was everywhere. Um, I mean, big press on, you know, there's always an interesting, I'm always interested in, do you ever go to legalsportsreport.com? Nope. They fascinate me. They fascinate me because they, they hit so much of, um, you and I, the only time we ever go there is when they remind everybody, hey, guess what? Arizona is still lame and they don't let you bet anywhere. <laughs> but Legal Sports Report is a great place if you're kind of tracking what's going on in gambling across the country, DFS, where is it, where is it legal? What is the latest stuff that's going on? And they posted an article on this on Sports Grid and Sports Radar's um, exclusive partnership. So hopefully uh, with that 24-hour gambling, they like a little bit of humor. They like a little yeah. bit of uh, the, the stepchildren conversation. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, what better to add to the gambling channel than guys that are going to talk about stupid entries that have happened? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Or Game of Thrones. How about Game of Thrones? Or Game Bogman? of Thrones. Yeah. How about Game of Thrones? How about Game of Thrones? We did so much so, Game of Thrones. We now have a one-off show on our Patreon where we're literally going to be doing six episodes. We're doing a review podcast of each episode, like everybody else. I mean, 
What is okay? What's more embarrassing, saying you have a podcast or saying you have a Game of Thrones podcast? Um, well, probably just saying you have a podcast. I think more people have. Is this possible? Is this math going to work? If more people have Game of Thrones podcasts than there are podcasts, can I do that? No, that that doesn't. That math does not check out. Close. So that's like saying uh, one plus three equals seventy six. At least what we did though is we put it behind a paywall. So, like, you really have to want our opinions. We're just not putting our stupid opinions out there for the world and being like, oh, right. God, these guys are doing that. Like, we're making What's you pay What's more embarrassing, it. saying you have a Game of Thrones podcast or saying you charge for a Game of Thrones <laughs> well, That's what I want to know. If we can say that, you know, we made money off of it, that's a plus. Yeah, there you go. It's less embarrassing. It's a so. little bit less embarrassing. And we've got episode two, not just our review. Oh, yeah, there's a show, too, not just our review podcast, the actual second episode coming up bogman and i've been digesting a whole lot of game of thrones content lately how excited on a one to ten bog level are you for episode two like uh three what three uh well now you confuse me because you always like to say between one and five bogs well but i'm just saying three of five six of ten i said one of ten i didn't hear you say that so because you weren't listening uh, no, I was not paying attention to you because I don't like your opinions on Game of Thrones. And uh, you don't like anyone's I, game. I described I over I, the I, weekend. Bogman, of it. Bogman and I were talking about this because I, I, there's this podcast I listen to that's got interesting stuff because Bogman's an uber nerd about it. And I had this realization where Bogman was fighting me so much about it that over on um, Fan Tracks, we did a show this week with uh, Kate and Michelle who do Ball Blast and they're Steeler fans. And kind of like leading up to the episode, I was like, hey, you know, I looked at our questions and I was like, there's no Steeler questions on here. And I was like, Bogman, what are you doing? And, and Bogman was immediately like, I don't want to talk about Steelers. And I was like, why don't you want to talk about Steelers? You're Steelers fans. He's like, I don't want to talk about Steelers. And I, and I was like, I was really pressing and pressing. And then I, I came to this realization through talking and realized just like Bogman, the things that he holds the dearest, he doesn't want anybody's opinion. He doesn't value or care about anybody's opinion. So... Game of Thrones is the Steelers to you. You value no one's well, opinion see, that's but your own. Not, that's not completely true. Because, and you're a bad person. Because I listen. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I, I listen to uh, tons of Steelers podcasts. I, I'll listen to opinions on that and uh, all that stuff. But, like, it's a TV show that lasts for an hour. And I don't want to then listen to four hours of crazy opinions and just the people trying to figure out stuff like the the guy, uh, there was some dude that figured out hold the door for Hodor in like 1999. So who cares? Congratulations. You got it right. But did it make a difference that whole time? Like, to be honest, sometimes I'd rather just sit and enjoy, you know, not knowing what's coming up and not trying to predict it. And then, you know, like there's, there's also this thing where, and it happens to sports people in particular, you like to take a victory lap, right? Like, if you're right about something, who doesn't like to take a victory lap, sure. right? Sure. So uh, I would rather watch to see an entertaining show than to pray that my prediction for whatever happens is right so I can then take a victory lap. But you it's get, you get like, many mad people. about them. Like, like if someone else, like... I don't get mad about them. Uh, what I get mad about is you're like, come on, just, just watch this. Why don't you just ask this? And I'm like, nah, I'd rather not. You're like, but, but you're the guy. But you're but you're the guy. No, but but uh, okay, I get your point to that. But the whole point is like, like you don't want to talk about if someone has a 
vastly different opinion that they are locked into about, let's say, the Steelers, you don't want to hear it, and you're not going to Steel. accept it well. The same thing is about the show. Like, I've talked to you, but we, we did this, like, on this show a couple weeks ago where I was like, hey, what do you think is going to happen? And you're like, I want to talk about it. I'm like, why? And you're just like, well, because I know. I know it's going to happen. I don't want to ruin it from everybody. And I was well, like, I didn't okay. say I know. I, I said I, I, I have seen a, you know, I, I have seen something that uh, probably accurately predicts it. It may not be the right people. It may not be the right complete situation. But is I mean, it the it's, it, well, it's just like knowing the, the stuff about Jon Snow. Like, how much cooler would that have been if I didn't know about it? That's why I don't and read it. Was, it was something. <laughs> why well, don't read Yeah, but, but you don't read anything, but you knew about it because you're dumb podcasts that you listen to. About so, which well, one thing? What thing? I didn't know about the Red Wedding. Red Wedding completely. No, not the Red him. Wedding. No, it, it was the um, uh, the the thing about how he his his real parents. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew some of the speculation about right. that. Yeah. I, I don't think that would have had any really that much of an impact on me. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I just if the Red Wedding was ruined, that would have been horrific. If I had I read that honest, and then dude, waited like, on the show, that would have sucked. That was a cultural moment where people cried and did videos and freaked out. That was a moment in, in like entertainment cultural history that I got to be a part of. And you well, did because you read a stupid book. Oh, yeah. You read I, a book. Actually, I got to be involved in that situation too, because I read the book, dummy. Yeah. Your dumb it, brain, mean- your dumb brain put it out, but you didn't get to visually see it. Your stupid brain created it. Did it even live up to the expectations? No, no, <laughs> Stupid education. Uh, I had dumb the brain. same thing. Uh, by, by the way, so I watched, and I've told this before, and probably on this show too. So uh, sorry if I'm repeating this for anyone who's heard it, but I watched episode one of Game of point? Thrones, and I was like, I I was talking to my buddy at work. I was like, I got to be honest, dude. This show looks like it's going to be badass. I cannot keep up with what the hell is going on here. And he told me it was a book, and that's when I started reading the book. So. I got to all the stuff that has been written in the book before the show, but the book only goes up to when Jon Snow dies. So everything else is new to me. So, yeah. um, I, I mean, but, but nobody's opinion is important. Though. Well, it's not that it's not important. It's just that I, it's not yours. It, it, to be honest, it's, it's almost like listening to political talk. Like people get so entrenched in their own thought and their own, predictions and oh no no I saw this video this is what it's gonna be blah 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 and some of it's really interesting I had an interesting uh YouTube video sent to me about how Peter Baelish could still be alive and that I mean I that that's are you about cool. are you about to drop a like listen I don't want to listen to some podcast that's gonna tell me about something I interview no, I feel like you're no. about to talk bad about like like what that'd be like me listening to like a football podcast fantasy no, baseball no. podcast well, that is predicting something that could possibly happen in an unpredictable thing. This is a scripted show. Like, you know, just watch the show and enjoy it. It's going to be enjoyable. Not every football game is enjoyable. That's why you bet on a game. Nobody gives a crap about when in the fourth quarter when the Dolphins are losing by 17 points unless you have the, the Patriots beating them by 20, right? That's interesting. Uh, but when, um, you know, Daenerys dies in episode four, you know, everyone's going to be super upset that Daenerys is still dead. So I don't know, man. It's just like it, it's a one hour show and then you make four hours of podcast about it. I just don't know if I can capitalism. handle all that stuff. It's capitalism. So, it's, smart. it's just too much. Like smart sometimes marketing. I just want to I, I mean, maybe I'm just different, but sometimes I just want to shut up and enjoy something, you know, 
that's why I like like I'm not going to be able. It's the same thing with the Steelers games for me. And and this is kind of relating like you were talking about. I am never going to be the guy to record the Steelers game and watch it later. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. I will be watching the Steelers game live. I hope you're not dying because if you are, I will pay my respects in about four hours when that game's over. So I, that's just what it's going to be. And that's kind of what it is with the, uh, the Game of Thrones, too. It's just like I, I don't want to sit and predict and, you know, especially if you predict it right. I feel like sometimes that will ruin it. You know, I don't know. Did you throw the book at least when the Red Wedding happened? I threw the book when they cut Ned's head off. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert, Bogman. Drop a spoiler alert. <laughs> From season one. Now, the Red Wedding was... Like episode um, like four. It's funny because I talked to another guy that read the books, and he was like, I couldn't believe what happened in the Red Wedding, but there was so much stuff adding up to it in the book, you could kind of see it coming. And I was like, you didn't see that coming? All right. And it did was the same... Did you read those books, or did you, quote, read those books? No, no, I, I, I read those books. Okay. With your like, eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, like I said, uh, studies that show that reading a book, listening to a book, same thing. But um, the Welsh doesn't believe me. No. Just the Welsh wants to have something to be able to say to me because he also doesn't read or listen to I, books. I, in so. fact, I do read. I happen you to be read half, graphic novels. I, hap, I happen to be halfway saying through you read Marvel a book, Zombies. Saying you read a book when it's a comic book is worse than saying I read a book when I listened to it. I book. think you're just being a hater. I am act- I am reading with my eyes. I'm physically holding <laughs> a book in my hand and I'm you just going through. You are looking at pictures and then there's some words. Underneath. I might glance at a picture and then I go to the words. <laughs> What's more impressive, the words or the pictures? Uh, definitely the word, the pictures. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's something I am having a little bit of a... Um, a realization on is the writing is not great on these things. <laughs> like the story that they're doing. Like I, I like, cause I'm into graphic novels and all this type but of I stuff. This is your guy that does the walking dead. Is it writing. is Robert Kirkman. Yeah. I got, um, we talked about this before. Like, you know, birthday is up here. Like if I want something, I better get it for myself. That's the point right. I'm in at my life. It happens. I think it happens into your thirties, especially when you're married. Like if you mm-hmm. want something, just get it. You know, just yeah, you probably should just get, get it yourself. Don't you know, don't trust anything else. So I decided as like a birthday present to myself, I was going to get myself Marvel Zombies and the House of M. And I've got both of them. And I started on the, the, the you, re, you started the zombie one first, right? Yeah, because so, yeah, I got it first. Uh, yeah, I'm halfway through. You've been talking about the House of M for like six years. I wish you'd just read it. I might, might digest it tonight. I might go do that. And, um, I started Marvel Zombies, and I feel like I want to do. I want to do like the one podcast we listen to, where he's like, "Oh, look, I played pinball once, and so I'm going to do a podcast, and I'm going to have a Facebook oh, page." No. And I want to do like, um, I kind of want to do like a podcast. By the way, it's it's meant to be a one off podcast, but it's literally just like a podcast about every single time it's something new. You know what I mean? Like it's a book, it's a comic, it's a thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Because I want to talk about Marvel Zombies, but I want to get through the rest of the series. The one thing Are you going to call it one and done? One and done, maybe. Ooh, one maybe. off? Yeah, one off. How about that? I like that. And um, the one thing I've gotten halfway through is there's some absolute cringe-worthy, like, written material material in it. Like, speak. Uh, like, I, I'm... I'm it's, like- it, it's embarrassing. Like, the storytelling <laughs> they're doing is great. The, the art is fantastic. The concept of what they're doing, they've storyboarded everything really good. 
But then it seems like they put all their efforts into that. And then what they did was they got like a 23 year old stoner who just went and, you know, re-upped his uh, marijuana card and he sat down and he started like looking at the pictures and writing the words. Like it's some of it's really embarrassing on how they do. I don't know if this is always a comic thing because I, I've, I've read don't comics worry, in 15 the, years. No one's reading it. The pictures will carry it. It's That's like Playboy. what they said. Yeah. Comics like Playboy at this point. Like I haven't read a comic in probably 15 to 20 years. And these right. are broken out into graphic novels now. And I just don't remember. Has it always been like really poor, right? Like some of the writing can be okay, but then all, you're like, oh, what just happened? Like it's embarrassing. So I, I read the infinity war uh, comic and I was like, I just, there's too much backstory to so many of the characters. Like I just, it's I don't mind much. any of that. I don't, I don't, I don't mind good writing, even if it's in something that's kind of blah. I don't love when it goes off into we. I'm going to take some pictures of some of the embarrassing one and I'm going to like Instagram them. So follow me on Twitter. Some of the really <laughs> embarrassing stuff, like please don't do that. But I like the concept. It's keeping me entertained and uh, you know, I'm getting smarter reading with my eyes, Bogman. No, I, I doubt that very much. Yeah, probably, so. that's so true. Uh, when we come back, We've got a lot of things to talk about. We might talk about Endgame here a little bit later in the episode. We've got to talk about the NFL draft because that is coming up this week. Bogman's going to be doing some great stuff and tons and tons of baseball. Oh, I don't know. You know, we did talk about, you know, predictions with Game of Thrones and maybe I'm a, uh, what is it, a green, green seer? What's that thing? Yeah. What's the thing? Uh, the, Who's yeah, the guy that can see in the future? Seer. Because I traded yeah. Jacob DeGrom. Might not You're have been a bad idea. Raven. Look at you. I'm a three-eyed raven. I'm the three-eyed raven. We'll be back because I can see the future and I know we will. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. How would you like to manage in this league this year? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? This is a chance to manage in the big leagues. Let me think it over, will you? Scott Bogman, I got Chris Welsh. In the other line, about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. All right, welcome back. This is in this league. That's Wild Man. Wild Thing. Scott Bogman, not Wild Man. You look like a Wild Man. Sometimes it would be like, homeless man. <laughs> Ooh, that could be your graphic you novel. Living? That could be your graphic novel, Bogman. Homeless man. <laughs> he lives in a van. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to keep going. They're gonna keep no, going. no, that's you know, all I got. I got a pretty good beard going on right now. Do you? Yeah. I doubt that. I, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but here. <laughs> think, I'm going to take a picture of myself here. I'm going to do a selfie. I'm going to do a little selfie. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is nothing more concerning when you do a selfie and then you look at your hair if you're, like, balding? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Let's make this picture black wouldn't and white. Know, wouldn't know about that. So I may be short. I may be fat. But I am not balding. If there's one thing I'm not, it's balding. All right. I just took the picture. And Are I'll text you sending this to me? I'm going to text it to you right now. So I think it's okay. It's not great, but uh, here you go, Box. Just text it to you. I mean, it doesn't really show off the magnitude of what it is, but you'll get to see it. Are you seeing it? Uh, no, still waiting for it to come in, so. Look at it. Yeah, still not here. So Look at it, Bogman. 
It's coming. It's downloading. Hold on. Oh, that's not bad for you. That's, not, no, that's insulting. Why do you? Why are you doing the Kevin Smith in this picture? What's a Kevin Smith? Where you open up your eyes as wide as you can and then no teeth in your smile. Um, I don't know. And you're sticking your whole face out. Yeah, I'm sticking my whole face out. I. The it looks thing? like you have a gigantic head with a tiny little neck. I mean, uh, true. And why is everything in the background black? Because that was a filter. Why do you have so many goddamn questions about the picture? Why did you take so much time to do this picture this way? You know why? Because my I new... Want, I'm tweeting this out. No, no, Everyone no. Don't you dare. Don't you Come dare. on. Don't tweet it. This is... It needs to be next to a Kevin Smith picture. No, what? I don't it understand. It looks like you have no teeth. Like, you're you're... Purposely closing your mouth, I guess. I, I am purposely the, doing it. Your yeah. wispy mustache, so uh, it, so that uh, I, I, I'm assuming that's why. But I want you to go look at any Kevin Smith picture, just immediately. Go and look at Kevin Smith's pictures on right. his Twitter, and you'll see. Am this I Kevin is, Smith when he get kicked out of a plane because of two seats, or am no, I? No, no, you're attack? obviously skinny Kevin Smith. But look at his pictures. He opens his eyes as wide as he can oh, and wow. sticks his whole face out every single time. That's weird. Oh, my gosh. I got a picture here, it's too. every picture, too. Boggs, I'm going to – I have to um, – <laughs> that is too funny. This is, like, the worst radio here, too, because I'm doing this. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to you in our chat. Look at this picture. If you can somehow do these side to side, then I think you can – and then I will allow you to tweet this picture. But you have to do the work on it. Whoops. Okay, yeah. No, I'll do the work okay, because so it's look too at that fun. link. That, that, I mean, it's uh, almost the same face. Yeah, I'm. Te- well, Look yeah, the, yes, that's exactly the same. You need face. to take that picture and put it side by side <laughs> with me, and then tweet it out. Okay, all right, I, I will figure out how to do that. So right, do that, and you can do uh, that. So I got a little beard going on, but it's going to go away here because my wife is. You know. uh, by the way, yours is, uh, you know, just a little bit worse than Kevin Smith's in this picture. Yeah, mine's mine's always worse. So I the hormone. I need hormone therapy or something. You needed the hormone monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was I was doing the venom. We are venom. venom. We have a bad beard. Venom. 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 Would you like to talk about Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> what's Venom's, uh, what's the guy's name again? Um, uh, oh, Barry Badgernath, right? <laughs> Barry Badgernath. What's the guy's name? Henry what's, something. What's what is, is it Henry Heck Venom's what? real name? Because I forgot. It is. Um, it's not Venom. I just watched the movie the other night too. This is the worst. For, I just I can't. If I don't get this, I can't get it out of my head. Someone. Oh, Eddie. 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 Yeah. Eddie. Eddie. Would you like to talk about Jacob Degrom? <laughs> so am I? Do I know the future? Am I the three-eyed raven? Am I the smartest man in the world? Because I traded peak Jacob DeGrom in a dynasty. Peak Jacob DeGrom. And what did you get again for him? I got Trey Turner. And I know on the people will be like, well, Trey Turner's been hurt. But in a dynasty, getting a top seven talent? I mean, clearly you're not. <laughs> you oh, traded you're for the it. guy that's out six to eight weeks with a broken finger. And uh, the, I mean, the Mets came out and said that. They're being super cautious because he had a little bit of soreness in his elbow, and it was after being sick. 
So like, I saw somebody there's a point bunch out of crap that's added up here. I saw somebody point out, and I, I just remember who it was, and it was I thought it was a pretty good take, and it was someone from I don't think I always respect the takes or or not maybe that's not the right word that I look at the takes and I just roll my eyes, but this one was a good one where it was kind of like, um, the, you know, should we look beyond when we see these things where a guy's like sick? You know, someone's like sick and then all of a sudden after the sickness, there's like a major injury. Like we kind of need to start looking beyond that because all of a sudden where are we just kind of like, wait, what? He's got strep and he can't play baseball. Like what we're we talking about. <laughs> Didn't I mention that? Like, have you ever seen a hockey player have strep throat and not play their sport? No, uh, but I mean, hockey players are n- notoriously more tough than other sports players, I would say. Right. Yeah, I mean, golfers at this point look more tough than baseball. We're going to do this. I want to you know what? I want to do this in the next segment. Bogman pulled up this great article that is like, I think it's like the top 50 and we're not going to do that, but the, the most ridiculous injuries in baseball over the last, I don't know how long it's insane. We're going to start when we open up. It's with just it. in sports, by the way, it's not just baseball. Oh, it's, it, okay. All that I scrolled through were baseball. So I thought it was all <laughs> baseball. So we'll go through all sports and we'll see how many are baseball, but like, I'm excited to tell the one about Glenn Allen Hill, which is just like a blast from the past and that name. There's ridiculous ones in there, but the the baseball injuries are they're stupid and they're ridiculous. And beyond just the base or the baseball stupidity injuries, the pitcher thing is getting out of control. Whether it's stupidity like um, Madison Bumgarner riding his ATV and getting hurt and being out forever, or it's just the the, the fragileness of a pitcher at this point and no end in sight in how to figure this out. The minute you hear fatigue or soreness, you know, words that like you and I use because we're fat pigs and we're like, oh boy, I am, I am fatigued and I'm a little (laughs) bit sore from walking up three flights of stairs. Those end careers, those two words can end a season fatigue and soreness and not even us are out for the count when those words are uttered. Yeah, I mean... I think the reason that we see so many more in baseball, though, has to be because there's so many games in baseball, right? Like It just yes. has to be. It's, it's got to be that way because nothing else makes sense. I mean, that's I mean, why to your point, a guy can sneeze and then, you know. Throw out his back. It, yeah, throw out his back, Dude, and he's going to miss two to three games. To your point, um, in my depression of just getting older, I was at the store the other day, and I was getting a bottle of wine. Shocker on the bottom shelf, and no, and, I, and I'm at the register. Throughout that back, I was at the register, and everywhere I, when I have to drive, I everywhere is far. That's just where it is. How I am. So I've been driving a lot, and then I get to the store, I, I grab it, I get to the register, and I just kind of like move my back a little bit because I'm like, oh man, I'm standing here. My back went out at the register, and I didn't know what to do, and I was like, <laughs> oh god, and then and, and all I was doing was I, I gave the guy my bachelor's card, and I was putting the thing in back of my pocket. And then I moved my back and it went, and I'm like, oh, and then I was like trying to get my wallet back in, you know, get my wallet back in my pants. And he handed me the bag and I stood there for a minute. And I said, I don't know if I can move. And I slightly adjusted <laughs> and I was able to like weird walk out of there. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm getting really old or I'm a baseball player. <laughs> So wait a minute. Did you say that to the cashier? Like no, did, I said it was my was internal no interaction. Monologue. No, it was my internal. Like if if it were the office, I would have looked at the camera and I would have been like, I don't know if I can move. Like that was the inner <laughs> monologue. 
I had two of those like last month. It was weird. One of them, I don't know what happened. It was, uh, I got into bed to go to bed and I had done something to my shoulder. Now I've been helping my mom move stuff around in her house because she just moved. So I've been like picking up boxes and moving them and stuff. Nothing crazy heavy though. I mean, I'm just, you know, and I didn't help. She had movers to help physically move all the stuff. And I was still sore the day after she moved because I moved like seven boxes or whatever. So I, I'm just going to assume that that is what is doing this stuff. But I got into bed to go to bed and I usually sleep on my stomach and I, I laid down on my because stomach. Because you don't want to inhale spiders all night. Right. Spiders or small planets or whatever. <laughs> so uh, I, I went to lay on my pillow and like my whole shoulder from like, you know, the right between your shoulder and your neck, like all the way down to my toes, just like sharp, horrific pain. Yeah. And I was like. I don't know what I did. So I like slept on my other shoulder and I woke up and that one was hurting and the other one was hurting. And then like two days later, it's just gone, which is nice, you know, because we are still young enough for that to happen most of the time. Yeah. The like, things eventually go away. Yeah. It's just gone in a couple of days. Like but your was, heart racing goes away. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, or you get pills for it. So yeah. either way. Yeah. yeah but, exactly. uh, uh, and then um, I helped move some stuff around in the garage and I, I had that same back thing where you just pick something up, twist the wrong way too quick or whatever. And you're like, <gasps> you know, yep, it's <laughs> a scary, it's just, scary thought. It's sore for like two or three hours. Then it goes away and you're like, all right, that's fine. And so. I feel like uh, I, I feel like just baseball players at any age go through the same stuff. Um, but and, if, but if you were playing a baseball game yeah. like that day when you did that to your back, you probably would say, I don't know if I should be playing today because I'm not going to be able to swing as hard, all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, maybe you don't say that. Maybe you just go up there and look like a jackass for a game. And maybe that's what the Mets did. I mean, the <laughs> Met. I mean, the Mets. If anybody wants to hide an injury, they're just like, "Oh, it's strep. He didn't miss a game. Did he sick? It's hand, foot, and mouth disease." Yeah, sure. Whatever. Too many guys had strep. So and then uh, Anthony Tacoma reported that Degrom, his elbow started quote barking after a game of catch, and that's that he's uh, headed for an MRI. I don't right. like that. That it was barking. No, uh, but they also said it was after he was sick and it was his first bullpen or whatever after he had whatever he had, the flu. But flu like his point. elbow is barking because he has strep throat? What are you talking about? I mean, it's about? not good, you know, but I mean. How worried when are you? Was, when was, I'm not too worried uh, because they put him on the DL retroactive. They think it's going to be one start, but it is kind of crappy that, you know, for whatever reason, pitcher injuries seem to either be. 50 or 100% of the season. And there's like almost no in between. Oh, that's it's a good like, point. Yeah, that's either they miss one start and that's it because they dropped a uh, granite thing on their toe <laughs> or, uh, you know, like um, what, what what is it that Clevenger has again? What do you have, like a strained back or a strained side or something no, oblique? I don't even remember at this point. Something. Yeah, you know, I know face. you have zero shares, so you don't care. But, yeah, zero uh, shares. But, yeah, I mean, whatever it was with him, you know, not, and he's going to miss two months. You know, and it's, Blake it's Snell's crazy. lucky, by the way, because, um, oh, wait, I can't. You're not caught up with uh, with uh, Shameless, are you? No, I mean, I don't care. You, you, Shameless, I don't watch for the plot, so you can ruin it. <laughs> okay, so I can ruin that. So spoiler. I watch it for Emmy Rossum. What's I mean, the, I'll, I'll just say that. that. What's the, the redhead uh, sister's name? Uh, Debbie. Debbie. Debbie has an incident where um, a like a piece of metal falls oh, on no, her toes. Oh, no, I saw that one. Yeah, and she yeah, has to yeah. get her toes chopped off Yep, and yep, whatnot. Like, 
Like, that's what I thought of with Blake Snell. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed my ass off when Debbie was on the table and she had to get her chose top, cho- toes chopped off chose. because her toes. I got to be careful off. about that. What, she had to get her toes chopped off because all I could think of was Blake Snell. That's all I could think of was Blake <laughs> Snell up on the table just being like, well, I can't miss a whole season. Just chop him like- off. Her stuff was all infected because she didn't go to the doctor right away. Like, that was just dumb. <laughs> just made me think yeah. of that. Just made me think of that. Like, someone, <laughs> we need to reenact that scene with Blake Snell. If there was a good giffer, just put Blake Snell's face on Debbie and just get a couple of the scenes and put those together. That'll be really great. But Jacob DeGrom, uh, in a statement, Brody Van Wagenen, Wagenen, how do you say his last name? You asking me? Okay, BBW. I'll let you drown. He said uh, the issue was mild soreness, and he called the Grom's uh, elbow MRI an abundance of caution. Whole lot yeah. of rhetoric being thrown around about Jacob DeGrom with abundance of caution and elbows barking. Yeah, I mean. But how worried if, are you? I'm not really worried. I'm I'm just I'm just not. I think this is going to be one two-start thing, and then he's back, and he's fine. So One of our leagues, we have a 20-man roto league that we do. I immediately got an offer because I have Jacob DeGrom in that league. I got an offer today about three hours after the tweet storm of DeGrom came out. Take a guess at the player that this person offered me. Should I out them too? Uh, no. Um, uh, you have DeGrom. I shouldn't out the person. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you have, you have DeGrom though. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Let's see. They offered you, I don't know, David Peralta. Uh, I would be so lucky to have gotten David (laughs) Peralta because Team Mac offered me, wait for it, Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. How offended are you? Come on, man. Come on. Who does he think I am? Who do you think you you are and who do you think I am? I bet you he didn't even look at the team name. He probably just did this in every single one of his leagues. Did a search of Jacob DeGrom and just said, like, what's my worst player? Some medium crappy player uh, for <laughs> Hosmer's not even playing well right now. It's, not, it, it's the most ridiculous. Like, what? Uh, Jesus. Offer me, offer awesome. me, you know, I don't know, Tyler Glass now. Yeah, I mean, like you said, David Peralta, you should be so lucky. Offer me Luke Weaver. Yeah, I would have been. I would. I might have had to think about it. Like, wow, <laughs> he should have set me up. He should have done the thing, you know, where you set the bar really low and then you come back and he would be like, "Oh no, I canceled that Hosmer. That wasn't a good offer." And then he comes with Peralta, and I'd be like, "Wow, this guy really cares." But or no, he offered me offer Eric Hosmer. Both of them, you know, offer two players. Yeah, that least. trade always works better. I, I obviously want quality. I want quantity, right? Offer me Hosmer and David Peralta. Well, it's better than just offering Hosmer. It's I embarrassing. Mean, it's embarrassing. If he offered you, like, even Steven Matz, who gave up eight runs or whatever, and uh, Eric Hosmer, that's a better deal than and, just getting Hosmer. And not trying to be the whole, like, you know, look at me type of thing. But, like, listen, I'm on, I'm, I'm on air like 15 hours a week talking about (laughs) baseball baseball and fantasy sports and stuff like that. Like I host a show. I've been doing it for almost six years. And because Jacob DeGrom's elbows barking, I got offered Eric Hosmer. Well, Well, that's one of two things. Either. uh, I I think is that J Mac, either J Mac just wanted to uh, hear his name on the radio or he just didn't know. He just offered about DeGrom stuff. He just you searched know. Degrom and then just started yeah, offering the worst. Yeah, he probably did it in every league. Just offer some player for Degrom. That had to be what. I'm not this worried. I'm not. I mean, hey, listen, it could backfire. But I had something similar happen in our basketball. Our, Would one you of our give basketball up champs last now to get Degrom right now? Uh, I think it's a big risk. 
That's a good question. Let's actually let's, let's dig in just a little bit when we come back. But I had a similar thing happened in our basketball when Anthony Davis had the worry of being shut down. I got atrocious offers and that the Sharks, they come, you know, they hit the water. They taking those offers. Yeah, they smell the blood. Well, hey, Anthony Davis was solid through the end of the run as far as, uh, you know, production goes. He just, yeah, when I needed him in the championship, he wasn't quite there. So. All right. All right. Uh, we're coming back more. We're going to talk about the worst injuries in sports, the most ridiculous ones. Maybe we'll talk about that glass now to Grom. So don't go anywhere. More on the sleep coming up. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it. Don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh. In the bleed. <laughs> with the MLB season in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto FanDuel or Drafts King. Draft King. Drafts King. Fogman. Sorry to screw it up. Draft <laughs> King's $1 million tournament winner. Or become one of the countless number of people have won a gaudy pile of Benjamins using Daily Roto's lineup optimizer. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. And a promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you're going to get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections. They use the lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get 10% on the discount today. Drafts Kings, I said. Poor Isn't that what they always say? Dumb people put S's on the end of things, and I do it all the time. Uh, Infinity Wars, I've heard a bunch. So. Oh, Infinity's Wars? <laughs> no, it's just Infinity War. But I've you've said Infinity Wars. I've, well, okay, I, but I think but, the, isn't the comic book Infinity Wars? I think, I think it is, but here's why I also do it. Because originally... It was to be Infinity Wars, not the title, but there were going to be two of them. It was going to be Infinity War Part 1 and then Infinity War Part 2. So Probably like how they should be doing Endgame in a 10-episode uh, series, but instead it's going to be nine and a half hours of no pee breaks. Dude, I'm actually, you know me, like I can hold it like with the best of them. You and cannot. I can't. You cannot. Yes. I just did a road trip, remember, to the border, like eight hours, and I, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need to make I stops. I need seven stops. Didn't need to make any of those stops. I am legit worried about Thursday with Endgame because one thing I love to do, I use, uh, movies or whatever, but like when I dial into a movie that I really like, like this is always the thing. When you treat yourself, you know, when you're ready to treat yourself. Treat yourself. When you get treat yourself, I'm going to treat myself when I'm going to see a super exciting movie. So I want to go to the sit-in diner theater I want to get food. I want to get drinks. I'm, I'm not going to look at the bill. I'm not going to concern myself with that nonsense. I'm just going to have the best time. Live my best life, as a matter of fact. And the only problem hashtag is that hashtag blessed is the amount of times I've done this, you know, over over the last couple of years, and I'll have a couple of those big beers. About three-fourths through the movie, I'm struggling, and I don't usually struggle. 
I'm terrified because I don't know what to do. Even if I front loaded drinking, that might make it come earlier. So I don't know what to do with over three hours of a movie. I don't know how to. Wait a minute. How about this? Okay. Don't drink. Yeah, but what's the fun on that? Are you going to go to a movie and not drink? (laughs) Well, you know, this is like a last five to seven years thing. Drinking at a movie theater yeah, who used cares? to be the only thing you could do is get a uh, garbage bin filled with Coca-Cola. So you could never get uh, a beer. So, yeah, but that's why that's why movies are back. Movies are back. They're back. They were out at one point. I don't remember that. Yeah, but. they were. Who? Because the dude, the movie industry was dying. People weren't going because seven years ago, Netflix and then the blockbuster video and all that, they were taking over while people weren't going to movies anymore because they were getting uh you know, early onset of on-demand stuff. There was technically, there was the pirating that was going on. There was so much, so much early onset dementia. Yeah. But there was so much early access. People were not going to movie theaters had to make the drastic change. They had to change up their business plan and they saved themselves. They did it with making, uh, you know, having more gourmet food and having assigned seating and having luxury seating and drinks and servers and stuff like that. Like apparently little did they know that all people wanted to do was spend all their money at a movie theater. That's all they wanted. How did we get here? <laughs> I'm already lost. What did we open with? And now we're on movie theater uh, business. Oh, but with Endgame. We're talking about Endgame. <laughs> did you get your tickets yet? Do you know when you're going? No, I have no. I don't care. So, God, I mean, you, I do care. You're but... pissing me off with your not caring thing. Like you care so much about you wouldn't you would you I could die if the Steelers were playing and you wouldn't come to my funeral. The Game of Thrones. Nothing. You you will Why not you touch. Why would you care? You'd be dead. What but you would you care if I'm at your funeral? Internet until you watch Game of Thrones. But Endgame is coming up, and you're like, I don't care. Ruin it for me. Treat, you're treating it like uh, shameless. You're like I it's don't not, care. It's not ruin it for me, but it's like I I knew once that they they said that uh, you know just it was sold out for a week after like three hours of being online for Fandango or whatever it is. So all those websites that. I just I'm not going to be able to see it in the first week, and I already haven't got my ticket, so I'm probably uh, hosed for the second week as well. And you won't go alone. You have to go with. I'll someone. go for that. I'd go alone. I don't care. But just everything's going to be sold out. Like I'll look. You know, I'll look after the draft. I'll see if there's you know a Sunday morning, uh, you know, one or maybe even like a Monday midday. I had maybe a friend. By the way, everyone will be at work for that one. Like I'll look. But it's just it's sold out everywhere. So I'm probably going to have it ruined for me. I had this conversation with a friend about the you know, like the day that the, you know, the box office thing happened. I was like, dude, you should check it out. I just got mine. And he looked and they were like all sold out. And he was like, damn it, I really want to see it. So we were talking the other day. I'm like, do you ever have any luck? He's like, well, as a matter of fact, I found at my theater first showing on Saturday morning. There's one seat open at my theater. And he's like, I'm thinking about going alone. And I'm like, good for you. He's like, but it's next to a handicap. Is that okay? And I said, it's all fair game at this point. Go buy that ticket and buy it now. You do it now. Because if that person didn't buy it already, don't leave that one seat out there. They'll take care. Uh, of it. They'll be fine. Yeah. You buy, you would buy that seat next to the handicap. If it was the only I seat just available. Buy the handicap seat. I mean, I mean you know, that too. If if it was open, then you know that's fine. Uh, you know what? I only use um. This might not be popular. I only use the handicap stalls if I go to the bathroom. 
I refuse to use. <laughs> I get hate mail. I refuse to use. Um, I don't know what you call them. Just normal stalls. Just the stall. Normal right. people stall. Regular stalls. stall. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm too tall. It's uncomfortable. They make You're all the. You're too tall. All the stalls are like compact let, let, let car let parking and well, parking let me garages. Tell you something, uh, the, uh, the stalls are the same height all the way down. Nah, are you but, saying you're too fat? No, no. It just, I don't, I don't like being closed in. Like I told you, like I just said, the normal stalls in almost Jeez. every bathroom, they're like the compact car parking in a parking garage. And you look and you're like, this is not for cars. Like, this is not a parking space I should be in. Why are these so small? That's this how normal stalls park are. my car. No, I need the, the, I need room. I need, uh, I need some leg room in the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. Get it. All right. Let's talk I'm, about actual I'm trying, things. Here. I'm looking for tickets now, now that you said something. Yeah, let's go. Cool. Yeah, see if you can buy I'm it. I'm trying let's... to see if I can find one for Sunday. So, because the draft, oh, man, most of these are blocked out. Are, what is, are there any available? Uh, there's some available, but they Get it. are. Nah, dude, I'm not going to sit. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll look at this later, but most of them are sold out. But I'm not going to sit up front. You know what I mean? Like the first three rows are all available. I'm not going to do that. So, no. ooh, hey Boggs, at my theater, the one I'm going to, mm-hmm. there's a couple seats available. And guess oh, what? That. They're next to the uh, handicap ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're all next to Is the that, handicap ones. That's for like the day of the like the release, the one that you're yeah, going it's to. It's my showing. It, no, it's my time. It's my actual showing. I Thursday, six fifteen. I'll be doing the draft. So. Oh. You know, I can't go for that one, but I can go on Sunday. The draft is, you know, it, it's uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then there's nothing on Sunday, so I can go Sunday. But uh, I'm, I will be, I'll be deep in NFL draft stuff. Lots so of stuff. Well, we'll promote that a little bit later. We got some good coverage. All right. So we're talking about Jacob Degrom, and we're talking about the injuries that keep going on, and his elbows barking. So it's going to start leading to the Sharks. They smell blood in the water. And they're going to start making offers one way or another. It's, it's a risky move. But I we were throwing out some names of potential trades. And you asked something that was interesting of like, would you actually trade glass now for DeGrom? So let's take a look at it. Uh, I've got Jacob DeGrom's numbers up. You've got Tyler Glass now, correct? Well, I did. And then I started looking at tickets. But okay. I can back okay. quick, so. You could open up a new tab. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tickets. realize that was a tab that I closed out. So okay. uh, Jacob DeGrom so far in the season, um, barking, you know, be damned here. Uh, put that aside. Two and two is the record in four starts, 22 innings. He's got a 14.7 K per nine right now. It is a 3.6 ERA because he got lit up in one of those last starts, but a 2.65 XFIP. He has 36 strikeouts in the 22 innings, which is pretty impressive. Only walked seven, giving up nine earned runs. So essentially a 3.6 ERA, 36 strikeouts, two wins. Tyler Glass now. Four starts, like you said. Four wins, though. 4-0. Uh, 24 strikeouts to three walks. A 1-1-3 ERA. A .88 whip. 9K per nine, so much lower. Uh, his XFIP is higher at 3.03. 12.1% uh, swinging strike rate. And he's 91.8% left on base so far 90.5 for DeGrom. Only three earned runs and one homer given up by Glass now. So ask yourself on both sides of that. If you owned DeGrom and you saw the news, let's just assume redraft, by the way, because you know Keeper Dynasty, does this doesn't work. But you're in a redraft, and you see the news of DeGrom and the barking, and you go, damn it. 
and then you see an offer come in for Tyler Glass now. What does Bogman do? Um, uh, right I now. have DeGrom. You have DeGrom. I'd ask for something else back on top. And the guy says, no, you can have Glass now or DeGrom. I'll probably keep DeGrom. Okay. If you had Glass now and you smelled the blood in the water, would and uh, or or maybe vice versa. Maybe the guy who has Degrom says, "I'm kind of worried. Do you want to take the worry? I'll trade you Degrom for Glass now." You see that offer come in. What do you do? I think I take Degrom. Okay, I think okay, I do so it on then, both sides. okay, so then you do it on both sides because you asked the question that seemed like kind of a concern on your front of um of Degrom maybe a little bit, and that Tyler Glass now was close because I actually do think from a production standpoint. It's actually kind of close. And if you really think, are worried, it makes sense. Right. But I'm with you on you can make this move for glass now, but getting another piece is a cherry on top if you're this, going to how come off. Stupid are you gonna feel if you trade DeGrom and uh you know he goes back to back Cy Young wins? You just had that weird thing where he was sick and he had elbow soreness. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal. They, and they've said they're being overly cautious. I think anytime you know, a pitcher has an MRI, though, Bogman, it's it's a big deal. But he had the MRI, right? And I think he was, he's not he's going for the MRI. Um, he's already had the MRI. Oh, I don't think that's I'm not sure that's true. Let me look. I thought that I thought Friday we got the I mean, maybe, you know, the minute this is airing, that's happening. Yeah, the Mets put um, here's a Mets press release, by the way. This was at about 7 p.m. Eastern on Friday. It says an update on Jacob DeGrom. Degromnum dealt Degromnum. Uh, Jacob Degromnum. Num, 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 num. He dealt with sickness over the last week and hasn't been able to conduct his normal routine between starts. As a result, he has been scratched from tomorrow's game, which would be for Saturday. Additionally, Jacob experienced some mild soreness in his throwing arm over the last 24 hours. His arm felt significantly better following treatment with our health and performance staff today, which is Friday. Even so, Jacob will be evaluated by our medical team in New York. On Monday, in the abundance of caution, they use that word, uh, we will be placing DeGrom on the IL retroactive to April 16th, enabling him to return on Friday the 26th when we begin our series against Milwaukee and blah, 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 blah. So Monday is when the MRI is happening. Has not happened, Box. Yeah, I'm still just not that worried. I think, especially it being a Mets player, the Mets have had tons of, of injuries, but they, I think they are so afraid of doing something stupid and embarrassing like they did with Noah Syndergaard when he was like, eh, I'm kind of sore, but I want to play through it, and they let him, um, and then he got more hurt. I think they're so afraid of, of doing something dumb like that again that, like they said in their press release, you know, abundance of caution. They're going to have an abundance of caution, and uh, that's what they're doing in this instance. So, so is this the moment? Is this the moment like you own it, you better never let it go? <laughs> One shot, better not let it go. Where, yes, someone sends me the worst offer they could possibly offer. But furthermore, is Eric this the, Hosmer? Eric Hosmer. Oh, oh I almost lost hundred dollars big time. <laughs> is this the moment though, where Degrom's he can't he had a bad start right after I traded him just on cue, and it was funny too by the way. Where um, well, I'm gonna read what Rob because I traded with Rob Silver, uh, and Rob Silver is a fantastic follow that everyone should have. What did he say? He goes, um, it was our trade. He goes, thanks, buddy. You can have me on the podcast to mock me in a few weeks. This was on April 4th. And I said, LOL, 
Only if DeGrom gets hurt. <laughs> That's what I said on April 4th. We should probably have him on this weekend. I know we have. We actually have a great guest. We have Clay Link, but we should have probably had him on. We'll have him on the next episode maybe or soon. But he's like, you know, only you know, mock me in a few weeks. I'm like, only if he gets hurt. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm super smart, super, super famous. I do that. But you're not worried. Is this the moment you pounce? And how aggressive would you pounce? And I turn it to say, would you trade Jacob DeGrom plus? Would I trade Jacob DeGrom? I'm saying, would you trade Jacob DeGrom for Tyler Glass now? Or would you trade for Jacob DeGrom and you give up Glass now plus? I think it depends on how much the plus is, but yeah. I, I mean, DeGrom is the number one pitcher in baseball. Do you not value him as the number one pitcher in baseball? I don't. This? No, I don't. I don't think, you know, he's having a great go of it right now, uh, but we haven't seen him produce at this level uh, consistently ever. So I think it's safe to say that Wait, he is a tradable asset. You say he hasn't produced at this level ever? DeGrom? Tyler Glass now. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, Tyler Glass now. We haven't seen him produce at this level consistently ever. So I think he is easily tradable. And if the other piece isn't too expensive, like I'm not going to give up Anthony Rendon and Tyler Glass now. Okay, that's funny you said Rendon. All right, how about this? Glass now and Robles. That I could do. All right, I got a bigger one. I don't think I would, but but I I mean, at that point, if I'm I'm, uh, getting DeGrom back, I think I want a little bit more. On their side. But yeah, that that's something that's doable. How that's about Glass now and Pete Alonso? No. Too no. much. Pete Alonso's playing too well. That's Pete but Alonso like, straight up? It, it's it's yeah, I would do that. Uh you you're you're trading you know, I, I like Pete Alonso a lot and I like Glass now a lot. You know, I, I think you're you're getting into some weird territory if you're trading both these, you know, top level players right now because now the likelihood isn't one of one, it's one of two hits, and you've won that trade. My only problem you with know? that is like two weeks ago when Jacob DeGrom was had his 31st start of not giving up three runs. Right. If an offer would have come in of Pete Alonzo and Tyler Glass now, you would have been offended, and we would have talked about it on this show. I don't think would, I would have been offended because those guys are playing so well. Never but have I, accepted I that in your life. No, I wouldn't have accepted it. But, but two also, starts has changed it? No. Two starts and an injury have changed okay. it. Okay. It's, it, you know, you get more information and you, you're you allowed to change your mind, of course. And the the Never. information isn't the bad starts. Plus, by the way, the bad starts look even worse with this injury stuff creeping up. That's a good so. point. That is a good point. And uh, remember, Bogman, you're never allowed to change your mind. No, I can change my mind. It's America, boy. I'll do it if I want. The Internet has told us we can never change our mind about anything. It's in stone. It's Victory written. Written. All right, don't go anywhere. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. We're going to talk about those injuries. We're going to talk about the NFL draft and a whole bunch more. Bogman Welsh, we'll be back.